This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Danny Kavanagh. It's Friday, the 9th of July. In your Sport Today, Ash Barty is through to the Wimbledon final, another rugby league bubble breach. The Olympics make a call on fans, and it could be coming home. This is your sport today. Danny, it's a great morning for Aussie tennis fans with not one but two Australians reaching a Wimbledon final. Those two players are Ash Barty and Dylan Alcott, who will both compete for the silverware on Saturday at the All England Club. It's a very good morning indeed, Sam. Barty won three to her first Wimbledon final by beating veteran Angelique Kerber 6-3-7-6. Barty cruised through the first set but was down 5-2 in the second before she showed that trademark Aussie grit to force a tie break, which she won 7-3. Speaking after the match, Barty said Kerber brought out her best tennis and now she gets to live out a total dream of playing in a Wimbledon final. Yeah, standing in Barty's way for the title is number eight seed Karolina Pliskova. She came back from a set down to beat number two seed Arena Sabalenka and like Barty, will be in her first Wimbledon final. Barty leads 5-2 in head-to-head contests against Pliskova. The last two matches have gone three sets, so it could be a tight one. While both players are in their first Wimbledon final, that's not the case for Dylan Orcott, is it, Danny? That's right, Sam. Alcott won the quad wheelchair singles title at Wimbledon in 2019 and returns to the final after a straight sets win over American David Wagner. Alcott will face Sam Schroeder from the Netherlands in the final and these two have a bit of history, Sam. Alcott beat Schroeder in the Australian and French Open finals this year, so the Dutchman will be out for revenge. Oh, a bit of revenge, eh? Uh, the quad singles final will be played on Saturday in the women's final on Saturday night from around 11pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. Today's trivia question, Danny, how many Grand Slam titles has Dylan Orcott won? Now, we've already given away some clues, so stick around to the end of the show for the answer. Danny, rugby league fans would be all over the COVID bubble breaches by the Dragons and Bulldogs players over the past couple of weeks that have led to huge fines, suspensions and a sacking. Well, there's been another one, and this time it's in the Queensland Origin Camp. Yep, this time it's Queensland and South Sydney forward Jai Arrow, who is in hot water. Arrow has been kicked out of the Maroons camp and will miss next Wednesday's third match in Newcastle for bringing a woman back to the team hotel on the Gold Coast, which is a clear breach of Queensland's origin biosecurity protocols. Arrow has been fined $35,000, placed in 14 days isolation and suspended for two matches, Origin 3 and the Rabbitohs round 18 match against the Bulldogs. Arrow said in a statement yesterday evening, I know I have let a lot of people down, including my teammates, coaching staff and fans right across the rugby league community. For this, I am truly sorry. Danny, this comes after 13 Dragons players were fined and suspended for attending a house party in Shell Harbour, with party host Paul Vaughan ultimately sacked. Arrow's absence is a big blow to the Maroons, who are looking to avoid a 3-0 clean sweep for the first time in 21 years. Danny, some sad Olympics news dropped overnight, with spectators banned from the Tokyo Games after Japan declared a state of emergency in the capital. 
Yeah, and that's because the infection rate has steadily increased over the past three weeks, with the Delta variant of the virus proving to be difficult to control like it is here in Australia. Crowds had already been reduced by 50%, but Olympic organisers had made the decision late on Thursday night just a few days before restrictions were going to be eased. However, a surge in case numbers has put a stop to that. It means all restaurants will stop serving alcohol starting on July 12 and running through to August 22nd, just two days before the Paralympics start. Now, Danny, there is some hope for venues outside of the state of emergency to hold crowds, but we'll have to wait and see on that one. The opening ceremony is just two weeks away, while events start two days earlier than that on July 21, as 11,000 athletes make their way to Tokyo for the Games. Danny, shortly after we wrapped recording yesterday, England won their Euro semi-final against Denmark as the Wembley crowd went berserk and a 55-year streak was snapped. There were some great scenes there, Sam. And not since 1966 when they won the World Cup has England made the final of a major football tournament. That's about to change on Sunday, but the semi-final win wasn't without controversy. Deadlock at one all in extra time, England striker Raheem Sterling was fouled in the box to give captain Harry Kane a penalty kick to take the lead. The challenge was reviewed and despite minimal contact, the penalty was upheld. Kane kicked the winner on the second attempt and England held on to advance to the final where they'll face an Italian side that's in some serious form. Yeah, Italy haven't lost a match in their past 33 games dating back to September 2018. So yeah, that counts as some serious form. But uh, England, they'll have the home ground advantage and a catch cry that every English football fan would know. It's coming home. You heard of that one, Danny? Oh, who hasn't, Sam? Well, our football fans, especially those from England, will be all over it. But for those of you who don't know, It's Coming Home are the lyrics from a song called Three Lines, performed by rock band The Lightning Seeds and written by a couple of football comedians. The song was released for the Euros in 1996 in England, which was the first major football tournament in the country since the World Cup 30 years earlier. Now, It's Coming Home refers to England hosting a big tournament again or maybe just the spirit of football itself. But the song is also about the pain of being an England fan, which for the previous three decades was filled with expectation and disappointment. Anyway, it's a catchy tune and had a resurgence at the 2018 World Cup. England made it all the way through to the semis. There's a link to the YouTube video in the episode notes, and I apologise in advance if it gets stuck in your head like it has mine. Oh, England fans have been singing it all week. Danny, one of the largest sporting trophies in the world, and I mean that literally, was won yesterday as the Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Montreal Canadiens 1-0 to take out the 2021 NHL title. And it was Tampa Bay's second title in as many years and third Stanley Cup win overall. They won the best of seven series 4-1, clinching the trophy on home ice in front of a crowd of frothing fans, and we mean that with all due respect. The NHL is part of the Big Four North American Sports Leagues, coming in fourth behind the National Football League, Major League Baseball and the National Basketball Association. And while it's big in the US, it's like a religion in Canada, like Aussie rules to Victorians. I wasn't joking about the size of the Stanley Cup either, Danny. The cup stands about three feet tall and weighs 15 kilograms. It's a monster. It's fair to say drinking out of the cup is a two-person job. There's a link in the episode notes to prove it. Danny, it's Friday, so time for our Friday Fearless Forecasts. And tomorrow morning from 9.30am Australian Eastern Standard Time, 
Australia's men's cricketers take on the West Indies in the first of five T20s. My forecast is the Windies will win on Saturday, but Australia will take out the series. Well, I'm looking at football, Sam, and these are two tough games. But in the Copa American final at 10 a.m. on Sunday morning, I'm picking Argentina to take the cup and Messi to score. Well, in the Euros, Sam, this one breaks my heart being a proud Italian and English woman, but I'm going to jump on board with England. It's coming home. That match is 5 a.m. on Monday morning. And one last one, Danny, Space Jam, A New Legacy is out, the LeBron James movie. My forecast is it's actually going to be pretty good. I've heard one review and apparently it's all right. Uh, Today's trivia question, how many Grand Slam titles has Dylan Orcott won? He's won 13 Grand Slams going for number 14 on Saturday. All right, that's it from us here at Sport Today. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next week.